Thank you for joining us on the coaching podcast. As part of the Sin Network, we are passionate about equipping church planters to live out the call God has placed on their lives. Join us as we talk through healthy coaching practices and why every church planner needs one. Here's your host, Dino Sinesi. Hey, thanks for taking a minute today and listening to the Church Planner Coaching Podcast. I'm filling in for our host, Dino Sinesi. My name is Jamie Lamato, and I'm the East Coast Coaching Coordinator for the SIN Network. And uh, I've got a couple good friends on the line today. They're calling in, and uh, we've got Christy Dyer. She is the SIN New York uh, Mobilization Missionary. Uh, Christy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us where you're from and how you ended up working as a missionary in New York City. Yeah, thanks, Jamie. I'm so glad to be here today sharing um, with you guys about coaching and how it's affected our ministries here in New York. Um, I'm originally from Middle Tennessee, grew up there, um, went to college in Tennessee and um, took a fall break mission trip to New York City in 2002 and just fell in love with the city. And um, throughout high school and college, I kind of felt called to missions in some way and never really knew what that would look like. And so Um, I spent most of my college and seminary days prepping for a life in missions in some way and um, stayed connected with New York City, just learning about what was going on here, being a part of um, different mission trips and supporting missions that was happening here. Um, And right after seminary, I worked in in Tennessee on the WMU staff, helping um, teach children and youth about missions and encouraging college students to engage in missions and Um, Just continued that connection to New York City, and um, in 2012, I started looking into church planting opportunities, um, and there were opportunities here in New York City, so I just kind of put my love for missions together with my love for New York City, and um, came up to serve on a church plant team in 2013, and um, through that um, job and ministry, kind of launched into some leadership on our Send NYC team, helping to mobilize other missionaries to serve in the city and be a part of what God's doing in church planting. My primary role is that I mobilize team members to serve on church plant teams to help move forward the work of church planting, um, building healthy, sustainable teams so that we build healthy, sustainable churches. Um, It's kind of a little bit of what God is using in my life right now to direct my ministry. And it's just been a lot of fun. Um, It's been interesting to watch people transition into the city and learn about life in the city and ministry here and to be a part of church planting, which is an interesting work in its own. And so uh, just loving New York City, loving life and ministry here and excited to be a part of what God's doing in this great global city. Um, I brought with me today my um, one of our team members that serves actually on our team at New City Church. Um, this is Michael. So Michael, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, it's great to be here, Jamie, again. Thanks for having us. And uh, it's it's a pleasure to share some of what's going on here. Um, just to share a little bit about me, if you've ever seen the movie Jason Bourne, um, I'm a little bit like Bourne Ultimatum, Bourne Legacy without the enhancement drugs. So, uh, no. Just That's kidding. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Tell us what you actually do, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I, as Christy was sharing, I am a team member uh, at New City Church. And uh, just to share a little bit of my background, I've been in ministry now for almost 16 years, and in that time, I've been in a, a multitude of roles, but one of the ones that has most impacted me was uh, our time with the IMB in East Asia, um, working cross-culturally. And so two years ago, uh, after we had moved back to the States, I led a team to New York City on a short-term mission trip, 
and uh, was introduced to Queens and uh, quickly saw that Queens was one of the most diverse neighborhoods in the world uh, and immediately fell in love with it. And after talking with Patrick Thompson, the pastor of New City Church, uh, he shared the vision with me to plant multiple churches along Line 7 cross-culturally. And uh, it immediately caught my wife and I's attention, and uh, we began praying about joining the team. And so now my role with New City Church, uh, we moved up here about six months ago, and my role and job is to work and oversee the efforts of planting cross-cultural churches along Line 7. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're really thankful that both of you are able to be on the podcast today, and we're talking coaching. And Christy, I was able to meet you a little un- over, a little under a year ago, and we were starting to train uh, some team members and some uh, pastors and leaders who would coach church planters and uh, church planter wives and team members. And so one of the things we consistently say is we want to deliver great coaching to every church planter. And uh, one of the things that we've seen in New York City is you guys have a vision to not only coach planters, but also planters, wives, and team members. So talk a little bit about that and how you're seeing that uh, benefit uh, church planter wives and team members. Yeah, um, it was actually when you came up to you know share with us and train us, it was actually a great time for coaching to kind of kick off in New York City. And so about two and a half years ago, we started really incorporating um, mobilizing church planting team members and wives into um, our church planting system in the city. And, um, and I have a background in coaching. It's not real formal. It was kind of an informal background in coaching. And so I've been utilizing that a lot in the mobilization of our team members, helping people kind of transition to the city through coaching conversations um, from anything that, you know, involved helping them find apartments to um, partnership development. But all of that was being done on a very informal basis. And I was doing that for new church planning team members. And as our network has continued to grow, I found it harder and harder for me to fill that spot for every one of our team members. And so um, I started thinking about how are we going to how are we going to mobilize more people to coach our team members and how can we make that more of a robust system? And so it was about that time that you guys started um, approaching us about doing coaching in the city and helping us to train more coaches. And um, I love the system that NAM has put together to help coaches um, learn how to coach and learn how to serve in that way. And so I just kind of took what you guys were doing for planters and just kind of gave some thought to our processes and what we were already doing in the city and kind of made a system for that. And so um, in our first couple of training sessions, we've trained five of our team members to coach um, to coach church planters and team members. And so right now we have five people coaching. Four of those are coaching five different team members that are new to the city. One of those team members is actually a business leader who's coaching some of our church planters and He's an older guy with a lot of experience, and so he's actually coaching some of our planters as well. And so it's been really cool to see how we've been able to mobilize people who were already serving in the city in missionary roles to help new uh, missionaries in areas of leadership and growth. And so it's just been really cool. One of the one of the cool things I think about coaching is it really does kind of help people discover things on their own. I love the fact that we're asking you know powerful questions and helping people discover things that God has like shown them or God is like teaching them. And so. Um, one of the success stories we've seen here that I just think is a huge benefit is one of our team members, Jenny, as she was coming up to serve with us, she was probably, um, she was probably the person I coached the most first, um, like firsthand. And so she and I were coaching on things like partnership development and leadership. And 
Um, one of the things that I do for my, myself is that I do partnership development support for my own income. And so mm-hmm. Jenny was doing the same thing. And I was actually able to coach Jenny to raise more support than I've actually been able to raise for myself. And I was like, that's actually a really big win that I can use something I have experience with and help someone learn how to be better at it than even I am. And so it's just been really cool to see how that has worked out. Um, for us in our network of team members here in New York City. That's awesome. One of the things we say all the time is you don't have to be an expert to coach a church planter or a team member. And that's what I hear you saying even right now is like you have been able to help uh, coach a team member to raise money even better than you're able to do for yourself. That's awesome. And so, Michael, how, how has, has coaching benefited you personally as, as a team member working there and helping to plant churches cross-culturally? Yeah. Um, coaching, uh, the whole idea of it is is relatively new to me in this format. Um, as, as I stated earlier, after being in, in ministry for 16 years in various positions, locations around the world, uh, there's certain things that you learn about yourself that you're good at, and there's things you learn about you're not good at, and then you realize there's areas you thought you were good, and you're actually awful at it. And so um, in those areas, it, it's always helpful to get advice of, of how to practically apply different um, methods and, and different ways to approach ministry. Uh, and, and I've had that in ministry throughout the years, but um, coaching, as I've experienced it the last several months, uh, has probably been some of the most helpful parts of our time in New York City so far. Uh, one of the things that it's done for me is it's forced me to evaluate uh, the way I approach things. It's, it's forced me to think about why I do the things I do or do I have a plan that's in place and ask myself questions that I've never asked myself in ministry. And so it's really helped me to break down why I approach things the way I do and how I can do it more efficiently. Um, if anything, um, one of the things that I've experienced in ministry over the years is that a lot of times it feels like I'm on an island uh, or I'm in a bubble doing this on my own. And coaching has eliminated that feel of being in a bubble or being on an island. Uh, and it's helped me evaluate areas of my life uh, within the context of a team rather than trying to do it individually. And so it's been an extreme help. Uh, in the transition to ministry here in New York City and and how I approach cross-cultural work in New York City versus uh, being in another country. That's awesome. You know, you just what I hear you saying is that it helps you to think about the why behind the what of what you're doing, and then it helps you to craft a path forward and someone's there with you in it. They're holding you accountable, but you know that they're there with you in it, and so you're not doing ministry alone. That's awesome. Uh, well, to both of you, what would you say is the greatest byproduct that you're seeing coming out of coaching for team members or for planters' wives? What's the greatest byproduct that you're seeing? Um, that's actually a great question. I think, you know, kind of what Michael touched on just now is just that it's really helping our team members think more intentionally about their ministry and why they're doing the things that they do. And when I look back on my first experiences in ministry here, there was a lot I just kind of let happen. And there's a lot I just kind of started to be involved in because either the planter I was working with asked me to do that, or I just thought it sounded like a good idea. And so 
I really think the coaching has been a benefit to me and to our team members just to really help us to think intentionally about our ministry and to think about why we're doing the things that we're doing, how they best benefit um, our ministry, how they best benefit our church plant, but also how they interact with our own lives, our personal lives. And I think coaching does a great job of kind of tying together that spiritual, um, personal, and ministry aspect of our lives. And I think that those that we have in coaching relationships now are really seeing that part um, move forward in their life. That's awesome. Michael, what would you say is the greatest byproduct that you are seeing coming out of coaching for your team members and even for yourself? Yeah, I think a word that Christy just used probably sums it up best, and that's intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, so many times in ministry, it's easy to fall back on past experiences or what you think you understand best and try to reproduce something rather than moving forward uh, in your current context and season of life. And so you can learn from things that you've done in the past, but also uh, there needs to be that understanding of making the appropriate adjustments for the season, for the culture, for uh, the different variables that come from ministry at that time. And so coaching has helped myself and others be more intentional to think about what are we doing and why are we doing, uh, doing those things. Uh, Chrissy also coaches my wife. And so uh, it's helped us be more intentional in how we approach things as a family, as a couple, uh, and why we do the things that we do. And so I think one of the best byproducts is it helps us to be more intentional uh, with each hour of every day and with the relationships that we have and our, even our methodology and approach to ministry. That's awesome. Christy, you've been coaching people for a while and informally and, and now formally. Um, and one of the things we say is that coaching isn't just about helping the other person, but often we find that it, it personally benefits us. So what has been personally beneficial for you in being a coach for your team members? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, there's a lot I love about coaching. I really love to watch people kind of discover things about themselves, about their calling, um, and I just love um, like watching people, the, the wheels in people's head turn and they're like finding these solutions to these questions or creating action steps. And um, I just love those moments where people have those aha moments and conversations. And so um, a recent kind of story about that was when I was coaching Michael's wife a few, um, a few weeks ago, or a couple months ago, we started talking about an emotional health issue that she was kind of struggling with. And it was an issue I'd been struggling with. And I kind of recommended to her a book that I'd been meaning to read, but I hadn't quite read yet. And so I was like, why don't we just take a break from this formal coaching script for the next couple of sessions and let's read this book together. So we both bought the book and um, there was so much like spiritual and emotional growth that happened for me in those couple of sessions because I read this book that I'd been meaning to read, but because I was able to help somebody else go through that book together, it gave me the reason to actually do it rather than keeping it on my to-do list to do. And so we read that book together and over the next couple of sessions talked about how we can apply that to our life and ministry. And so it's just, it's been hugely beneficial to me. It's helped me think more intentionally about my ministry when I've been talking with Michael or somebody and we talk through a question in his life. I start thinking, well, how, is, how does that affect my ministry? How is that playing out in my ministry? And so it's helping me to move the ball forward in a lot of ways in my own life as well. That's good. I can't tell you how many times I've been coaching a church planter or a leader and I hear them process things. And as they're processing, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I should do that too. 
I should do that too. And so uh, that that's one of the benefits of, of being a coach is you you almost become uh, it, it, through the process coach you're coaching yourself as well. Well, last question for both of you: If you could speak to team members or church planner wives or church planners out there listening in, what what would you say to them as uh, as to why they need a coach and how it would benefit them? Uh, you know, there's there's several benefits to it, um, but I think one of the greatest benefits is the the community and the accountability uh, that comes from it. Uh, as I was saying earlier, so many times I, I think we tend to approach ministry as though we're on an island or in a bubble, and uh, we see biblically that it was never meant to be that way. Uh, that, that there is a reason and a purpose for the community. And when that community is available, we should take advantage of it. And so I would encourage um, any seasoned church planner or any, even uh, any new church planner to look for those coaching opportunities, uh, someone that can challenge them to think in, about areas of their life that maybe they don't think about that often. Uh, it certainly helps them to be more intentional with the way they're approaching life and, and what it is they're doing in ministry. Uh, and then, as Christy mentioned just a few moments ago, uh, the action steps uh, for someone like me, um, quite often I, I have a, a big end vision for where I feel like God is leading us in ministry. But the action steps to get there is, is one of my weaker points. And so it helps me with my weaknesses, which for me personally is action steps. And for someone else, whatever their weaknesses are, I think it will help in those areas for them as well. That's good. Yeah. I would say find a coach like God has gifted you in many ways and he's provided the Holy spirit to kind of be your guide. And so discovering those gifts and those truths can really be like one coaching conversation away. Like I love coaching conversations because it helps you discover so much about yourself and about your ministry. And it takes the gifts that God has given you and put those kind of things into actions. And so I would say, don't struggle. Um, don't walk through struggles and confusions on your own. God's provided people in your life. Um, he can provide a coach in your life to kind of help you address those um, struggles or those confusions, or even just, if you've got a really good idea and you need some help processing it, finding someone to kind of ask you questions in a coaching manner will just help move the ball forward in your life and ministry in so many ways. That's good. That's good. Well, if you're listening today and uh, you hear this and you're a team member or a church planter and you're wanting a coach, we'd encourage you to get in touch with your Sin City missionary. Or if you're in New York, you can get in touch with Christy Dyer and she will help you get a coach. And uh, if you're outside one of the Sin Cities, we encourage you to get in touch with your CPC and they will help you get a coach. And, uh, and so uh, until next time, here's what we'd encourage you to do. Share this podcast. If this has been helpful for you, share it on social media. Go over to iTunes and leave us an honest five-star review. And uh, until next time, we'd encourage you to keep coaching. You have been listening to The Coaching Podcast, a resource of the North American Mission Board. Are you a church planner in need of a coach? Visit namb.net slash coaching to learn more.